In today's podcast, I'll be looking at the song The False Bride, a song of regret sung by the rejected suitor. Along the way, I'll sing some samples of the tunes and look at the background and printing history. Now the week before Easter, the morn bright and clear, the sun it shone brightly and keen blew the air. I went up in the forest for to gather fine flowers, but the forest won't yield me no roses. The roses were red, and the leaves they were green, and the bushes and briars are pleasant to be seen. Where the small birds were singing and changing their notes, down among the wild beasts in the forest. Now the first time I saw my love, she was dressed all in white, made my eyes run and water, quite dazzled my sight. But now she has gone from me, she showed me false play. Now she got tied to another. That tune and words came from the singing of the Copper family of Rottingdean. This version was collected in 1898 and was published in the very first folk song journal of the English Folk Song Society. The narrator attends a wedding where the bride is a previous love. He can't understand why she rejected him in favour of the groom. The song follows the bridal procession into the church, through the ceremony and onto the wedding breakfast. He feels sorry for himself and decides he would rather die than live without her. The song can be traced back to a broadside street ballad named The Forsaken Lover, printed in 1675. The song had 16 verses, and may have been an expanded rewriting of a song already circulated among singers. The first verse of the broadside sets the A Week Before Easter opening for later versions of the song. The ballad was rewritten in the 18th century, cutting out superfluous verses, and updating the attitudes, reducing the song to 11 verses. This forms the core of future versions of the song found in Scotland. Another Scottish broadside variation was printed in 1760, under the title of The Constant Swain and the False Nymph, which was a new, rewritten version of the song. It was popular in the concert halls in the 18th century, and seems to have formed the basis of the song versions printed in England at that time but there are no clear records of the tunes used. In 1776, the Scottish collector David Hurd included a song named Love is the Cause of My Mourning in his book collection Ancient and Modern Scottish Songs. This is a reduced version of The Forsaken Lover. The first noted tune was printed in 1881 in Volume 2 of William Christie's Traditional Ballad Airs under the title It Hasn't Been My Lot to Get Her. I courted a lassie for many long day, and I counted them that against her did say, but now she's rewarded me by saying nay, and she's to be wed to another. When I saw the bonny lassie all dressed up in white, with tears in my eyes she dazzled my sight. I thought with myself I could never be right, since it hasn't been my lot to get her. 
When I saw the bonny lass to the church go with a young man and maiden that made a fine show, I followed after we heart full of woe, since it has not been my lot to get her. When I passed the bonny lass in the church style, I tramped on her gown, though I did not it file. She turned to me and she said with a smile, Young man, ye are troubled about nothing. Up to this point, the song follows the false bride scenarios noted in more recent versions of the song, in which the rejected lover follows the wedding procession. The ceremony follows the older village customs in that the wedding is in the morning. The wedding party proceeds to the church in a procession, and after the ceremony they go back to the home for a wedding breakfast. One custom that is referred to may seem strange to modern listeners in that the bridesmaids prepare the bride for her wedding bed. The couple lay down in the marriage bed, and members of the wedding party greet them and wish them good luck. The forsaken lover leans into the bed and kisses the false bride. This occurs in early broadsides and appears in some of the Scottish versions and an English version collected by Cecil Sharp in 1904 for Mrs. Overd of Langport in Somerset. I'll end this podcast with Mrs. Overd's version of the song. In some versions, he congratulates the bride and groom and accepts the situation. In others, he states that he will die for love, dig me a grave long, wide and deep. The song was popular in the pleasure gardens at the end of the 19th century, which might be a factor in its long singing life and wide distribution. A further rewrite of The Forsaken Lover in the late 19th century produced a new version found in Scotland under the title It Was Not My Fortune to Get Her. This version takes on a sour, spiteful attitude. He is disappointed that the young woman has rejected him. In some versions, he deliberately stands on the hem of the bride's dress. This version has the bridegroom taunting the narrator that he missed his chance by courting too slow. The narrator reacts by telling the groom that his wife only married him for his lands and riches. Besides, she's not a virgin. I've lain with your bonny bride oftener than thrice. He vows he will die because he can't live without her. This version was current in Scotland at the end of the 19th and beginning of the 20th century. Gavin Gregg and James Duncan accumulated 17 tunes, which were printed in the Gregg Duncan Folk Song Collection, along with the accompanying text. A tune was collected in 1885 from John Henderson of Spiggy, Dunrossness and Shetland. It was printed in 1910 in Volume 2 of the Miscellany of the Rymore Club, Edinburgh. I loved a lass, and I loved her so well, I hated all others that spoke of her ill. But now she's rewarded me well for my love, for she's gone to be wed to another. When I saw my love to the church go, we brides and bride maidens, they made a fine show. And I followed them with a heart full of woe, for she's gone to be wed to another. When I saw my love sit down to dine, I sat down beside her and poured out the wine. And I drank to the last that should have been mine. 
and now she is wed to another. The men of yon forest, they ask it of me, how many strawberries grow in the salt sea. But I ask them back, with a tear in my eye, how many ships sail in the forest. This version is the basis of I Once Loved a Lass, which was recorded in 1956 by Hugh McCall. This song became very popular in America and was widely sung by the folk singers of the day. There's an Irish version of The False Bride, known under the title The Lambs on the Green Hills, and this was collected in Dublin in 1915 from Mrs. Redding and printed in 1939 in Irish Street Ballads, edited by Colm O'Loughlin. It's a fine version of the song and well worth exploring. This tune also was sung by Sarah Makem under the title I Courted a Fine Girl. In England, the song was first published in book collection in 1895 in Songs of the West, edited by Sabine Bering Gold. The versions collected in England at the beginning of the 20th century by members of the Folk Song Society seem to be related to the text of The Constant Swain. The text has been further reduced. He now had a more melodic tune and made a more romantic song about a poor lad who had failed to marry the girl he loved. Oh, when that I saw my love in the church stand with the glove pulling off and the ring in her hand I jumped in betwixt them and kissed the false bride saying adieu to false love forever Oh, when that I saw my love from the church go, then I followed after, with me heart full of woe. I thought her sweet company much better than wine, although she was tied to some other. You dig me a grave that is long, wide and deep, and strew it all over with flowers so sweet that I may lie there and take my long sleep and that's the best way to forget her. How false was the false bride? The early broadside versions implied that the bride had a reputation for leading men on and the narrator was unheeding of what people against her did say. This lingers in the more modern version when the narrator hated all others who thought of her ill. The narrator felt he had an agreement with her. Two husbands she has in this wild marriage, the one by contract and the other by marriage. In some Scottish versions, he accuses her of marrying for houses and land. In the later spiteful Scottish version, Perhaps she recognised him as not the type with whom she would like to spend the rest of her life. In the English versions, he was the victim of courting too slow. He had not thought to ask her. And some versions give the impression that the narrator was loving her from afar. I will end this podcast with a version sung by my good friend, Nick Dow. It was collected by Cecil Shaw in 1904 from Mrs Emma Overd of Langport in Somerset. When I heard me love published in church 
I rose from my seat and went out to the porch I thought she was constant as constant could have been But now she's a-going to get married When I saw him in love to the church gone the bright and bright maiden, she made a fine show. I followed after with me heart full of woe, for to see how me false love discarded. When I saw me love in the church stand. With a glove putting off and a ring putting on I thought to myself how you ought to be mine But now she's a tie to some other I saw me love sit down to meet I sat by her side but nothing could eat I thought her sweet company better than mine But now she's a gone to Samantha I saw me love in the bright bed With the curtains and balance Around her sweet head I slipped in between them And kissed her dear lips I felt I could be with her forever Dig my grave both long, wide and deep Cover it over with flowers so sweet That I may lay down and take a long sleep And adieu to be false love forever